Hello and welcome back to FPL Radio. We've all had a lovely uh, early Christmas break with the with the Winter World Cup, but that is finished and we are back into the meat and potatoes ready for our uh, fantasy football returning into the Premier League. My name is Matt and I'm joined as always by Mr. Ryan Hodges. Hello, Ryan. Welcome back. Hello, Matt. Lovely to speak to you again. Meat and potatoes. Well, are we going Christmas dinner? Uh, I'm going to add in Brussels sprouts and sausage Sausage in blankets, sorry, pigs in blankets, car deal. We didn't practice that one at all, did we, Matt? But uh, no. uh it's um it's been it's been a lovely break. I can't I can't deny that. I've enjoyed the sort of not having to think about my team. Uh, but it's it's gonna come upon us. So what is it Monday? We're back in we're back on for game week seventeen. But uh yeah, quite a few things we want to cover off. So take it away, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got. Uh, we're going to do this. This is sort of a bit of a coming back after the um, after the World Cup. Obviously, we're still in our unlimited transfers until the game week seventeen deadline, which, as Ryan says, is on Monday. That's Boxing Day at eleven a.m. So I'm sure everyone will be absolutely stuffed with turkey and all the trimmings um, by then. So if you're going to put your team together, try and get it done. Probably at least at least a draft this side of Christmas. Um, just so you you know you're not sort of scrambling around. As as we said before, we've got unlimited transfers until the game week re- returns. All the prices have been frozen since then, so you can dust your team off um, and and take a little look around. So we'll have a little look at the yeah the fixtures coming up in that sort of the first week back in game week seventeen, um, and probably just have a bit of a discussion about how our sort of teams are looking. I know we've been tinkering around with a little bit of sort of a draft um, since we've since we've come uh, come back into the game, but yeah, Ryan, what? Uh, well, I mean, there's obviously loads of fixtures on Game Week 17. It's an Amazon Prime video uh, game week, so everything's everything's available. Um, we start with Brentford Spurs all the way through to Wednesday, which is Leeds City. Um, but what what what's your sort of where's your head at with some of these with some of these games? Have you uh, have you had a chance to look at the fixtures at all? Well, there are some good, I suppose, like the uh, FPL has a fixture difficult rating uh app but there's other places you can go i think lego Mane on twitter uh lego Mane underscore fpl is pretty good at sort of visualizing things um what we should take into account is at the moment there are three double game weeks that have been announced so ga- double game week 19 um that is fulham and chelsea so both, uh, they, they will have an extra game week. So in that game week 19, uh, yeah, we've got got, got that as one. Uh, game week 20, Manchester City v Tottenham, that's gone in. Now that has got a bit of an asterisk around it because if either team draw in the cup, that game's gone because they'll have to have the replay. If either team win or lose, then it goes ahead. So that's game week 20, Man City, Tottenham. And double game week 23 is Arsenal, Manchester City. So potentially City have potentially two double game weeks within the space of like um, game week 17 to game week 23. So I suppose to answer your question, where am I looking? I am certainly looking at Manchester City. I think they've got two opening fixtures, which are very, very good. It's Leeds V and then Everton. Um, There's a little bit of a tricky thing between 1920 and then obviously the potential double game week but uh but for me i think city have got to get back up and winning ways uh, to hunt down 
um, hunt down Arsenal. Um, Liverpool come back with very favourable fixtures, if it's the thing. So, yeah, they come back with Everton. Um, Aston Villa leads Brentford and Brighton. Um, and we must stress, over the first three game weeks of sort of 17 to 19, they are so close together. So it's Monday 26th, then we go straight into New Year's Eve on the 31st, and then we go the day after, it's the 2nd of January, which is that bank holiday Monday. So within like a week, we've got three fixtures. So it's got going to be lots of things. So um, looks like Chelsea, if we were to sort of pull out a team who have some really good fixtures, uh, Chelsea, um, for me, have probably the best over this opening sort of 17 to 21. So Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, City, but then they've got the double game week of Fulham, Crystal Palace um, in that sort of piece there and then Liverpool. So not bad fixture. And then after that, sort of from 4th of February, I mean, we are getting ahead of ourselves here. Yeah, the, the fixtures continue. So Chelsea have got a really good uh, run of fixtures there. And lastly, I mean, I've, I've covered off probably quite a lot of things here, but I think Manchester United, if you want someone to come back good uh, with quite a lot of um, really good fixtures, Nottingham Forest, Wolves, Bournemouth, does get a lot harder after that, but um, but yeah, it's um, it's going to be a busy, hectic schedule. Throw in sort of, we've already had some EFL Cup games. We're going to have some FA Cup games. There's going to be yeah, Caribou Cup quarterfinals thrown in there. Europe starts again in sort of uh, mid Feb, so it's going to be a rotation piece. So I think my head is around how many um playing players do I need in my full squad? I think we've got 15 to choose from. Do you need all 15 to be ready and raring to go over this busy period? So Matt, I mean, like that was a very long-winded way of saying like there's loads of teams, there's quite good fixtures, but I think we have to be in mind double game weeks coming up. I think Chelsea look quite good and basically Fulham and Chelsea have got double game week in 19. So I will be looking um, in, in, in those, for those teams. Anything else to sort of add? No, I think that's a pretty good um, sort of summation. I think definitely those sort of um, those double game weeks are, are ones to watch out for. Obviously, was with was with building our sort of unlimited transfer squads. It's also probably worth um, thinking, obviously, about a lot of players. Anyone that's gone deep into the World Cup might not yet be back, sort of training with their um, with their teams. I know for for City, I think some of the Spanish lads came back. To training this week i'm not sure if the english um the english contingent are back um uh are back quite yet obviously any you know any argentinian players there weren't there aren't a huge amount in the premier league i, I don't think but anyone anyone there obviously you know they're, they're going to be out of action for a little while a little while longer i, I think you obviously want to watch out for, for teams i think um city i think had the most minutes played so there's obviously a lot of a lot of sort of people there can be a lot of sort of busy, uh, tired sort of people in in that squad, and sort of going straight into this period of of loads of games in 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 very short period of time. So as as you said, Ryan, it's important. So I think to make sure you've you've spread our options around a little bit, but also you can think about players. You know, there's obviously a bunch of players that haven't been to the World Cup and haven't sort of played any proper football in in sort of six weeks. And you know, so quite a lot of them are quite enticing assets. Obviously, Salah and, and Haaland, I suppose the two um, the two headliners headliners there. But you also have options with players that were coming back from injuries. So someone like Reese James, as popular FPL pick in the first sort of part of the season, um, didn't make the England squad with an injury, um, but he looks like he's going to be back. Um, uh, and ready to ready to go. So there's some options for there. So to think about some players. So um, it's it's definitely it's definitely a tricky period. And I think kind of you want to sort of make sure you've you've hedged your bets a little bit. But um, 
well, I guess Ryan, maybe let's have a little look at sort of where our heads are at from our from a sort of team perspective. I know we've tinkered with we've tinkered with with putting a bit of put a bit of a draft together. So we sort of go through in in let's go from from back to front really. Um, and and goalkeepers, where where's your sort of head at with goalkeepers? I can't remember what you, who you had in in before. Well, I but... had uh, Ward and Pope. Uh, Ward will stay, of course. I don't think I've ever got any of his points. Uh, I had him, him and Everson at the start of the, start of the uh, season, uh, and then I jumped off of it because they were doing useless. As soon as I bought him Pope, Ward then started to uh, bring in the clean sheets. Now, I think he's a fabulous option. He's going to be four million. Well, four, I probably think it's 4.1 or 4.2 now. now. Yeah, it's a, yeah so, so either, but I think he's a perfectly good, I mean, if you want to go for Ward and potentially Everton, I, I'm not against that. That's what I started with, and I think that's a decent option. Uh, Leicester certainly turned uh, the corner um, in that latter part of the sort of opening side of, of the season. Um, but I'm looking to pair Ward with either Pepper of Chelsea because of this double game week, and he is very good value. Um, uh, so Kepa, there is a flag against him. Is he going to be fit? So I'm keeping an eye on that. Um, or I might go to Edison um, of City. I just think um, he's the one who avoids rotation in City. He's the one you probably haven't got to have as many nightmares about. Didn't play for Brazil in the World Cup. I think I think he will be um, a solid option to potentially look at those clean sheets for City. And again, I, I sort of mentioned the fixtures that they've got. It's, it's Leeds away, Everton at home. Yeah, potentially like Chelsea away and Man United away. And then obviously the double game week, Man United away, Tottenham at home. Uh, and then it's just sort of continuous. I just think if you want to get on board some clean sheets, Edison isn't a bad option. So Kepa, Edison, Ward, I I will see. I will monitor Kepa and see where he gets um, what, what his fitness is looking like. Um, he's good value, and again, Chelsea have a double game week as well as Man City. So that's my thoughts, Matt. Are you are you similar? Anything else you want to put in there? Yeah, very very similar. Um, it's it's really interesting with with Kepa. Um, Graham Potter came in and seemed seemed to make him the the their number one. And then he got injured again, but um, he's still yellow flags. But I think he's I think he's back um, available. So yeah, four point five million, um, really good option. And yeah, Edison as well is also one that's been on my radar. I've, I put a draft together of what I would have probably liked my team to be. I can't quite afford it, but one of the things I am looking at is is whether Edison could come in and maybe swap Cancelo out. And um, we'll talk about defenders in a minute. I think potentially Cancelo is very very expensive, and I, and I think kind of his performances this season from an FPL perspective, well, and, and just a regular football perspective, I think have been a little bit up and down. Um, so potentially there's, there's an option there, but yeah, I think, I think Kepper is a really good option at 4.5 if he can, if he could keep that um, position there, but um, let's look at, let's look at um, uh, defenders at the moment. So I've um, uh, from the five uh, defenders I've got. So I have the moment I have Ben White in as well. I had him before he's gone up a, 0.1 which is why I've kind of left him in my team for now I think he's a good good solid option he was he's played every game um before the World Cup didn't feature in the World Cup of course for England um I think he's not bad I think there is maybe you can get slightly better value out of some of the other Arsenal defenders but I've kind of I've got him in there because I had him before um I've also brought in Nathan Patterson, the four million pound um, defender at Everton. Um, it was him or Necker Williams. I, I think potentially Patterson 
place for Everton. Everton, I think, are well, Everton are a better team than than Forest. Patson been been out for a with a injury, but looks like he's sort of made his way back just before the um uh, the international uh, break. So if he can sort of keep that position at four million as a fullback, I think he's a good he's good value there. Um, if you're looking for a bit of an alternative to um. Uh, to Neko Williams. Um, and then at the moment, I've got Reese James, Cancelo, and Trippier as my sort of main three. Um, uh, Reese James is is a question mark for me. I think I'm not sure whether he's going to be able, to, as you said, sort of those games coming thick and fast. Do I expect he'll be able to play in all of those games after recovering from a long term injury? Probably not. So there's potentially some frustration there. But um, when he's uh, when he's fit and firing, he's such a good player and obviously such a such a good asset in that um, in that Chelsea team. So if I can keep him there, and uh, I will. Cancelo, I've mentioned already. Um, he is another one on the on the potential chopping blocks. What with Edison in goal, and maybe sort of find a bit of value there. There is there is value in someone like Walker from a City perspective at five million. Um, doesn't give you in, any of the attacking returns, but is fairly solid and should play week in week out. Um, and Trippier, everyone sort of, I think, had him before the end of the season. He's gone up massively in in price. Um, played some games for England um, over the World Cup, sort of started the first first couple. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's a real sort of value pick. But um, what, what what do you reckon, Ryan? Anything? Anyone else that you've uh, been considering that's slightly different from from that? Yeah, I mean, I've I've actually Gabriel Arsenal. I think I put him in before. Um... I think I put him in for the last game of the uh, when we had the break. So he's I prefer him to Ben White. I think he's got better attacking returns. I like Patterson. Um, I think he's the best out of that one. There is a person at Wolves. I mean, I was, uh, could could save it, but I must say now he's. I think he's three point nine. He's cheap. He's one of the cheapest in the game as a defender. He's he's bueno of of Wolves. Got a new manager. Wolves don't know what they're going to do. I think he plays left wing back. It's, it depends. I think it needs a change of system. The Bueno to lock down that left-hand side, but it's one to watch. I mean, Wolves are bottom, so I think Patterson is the best out of them at the moment. Uh, I think a Man United defender is, on paper, looks good because of their fixtures. The problem is, is their two central defenders of Varane and Martinez. Uh, I don't see them going to be returning for the Boxing Day game. So that means Maguire Lindelof come in I mean Maguire was okay in the World Cup so who knows that might be okay but uh, I suppose I'm thinking more of the fullbacks that um, Luke Shaw I think he'll, he'll, he's a good option at 4.8 million and then the other side is Dallow um, it depends he's got a flag on him at the moment but uh, yeah I just fancy United to come out of the blocks don't know why but um, I think maybe the fixtures are why but um, yeah Dallow is someone I've got my eye on um, with double up so if you get Kepa do you go James? If you get Edison, do you go Cancelo? I think it's one or the other, personally. I don't think there's enough we saw before we had the break for Chelsea to think they're going to be really tight. Uh, and therefore, Kepa and James is a bit of a risk. Uh, it could come off quite good, but I think that's a bit of a risk uh, before we see how Chelsea perform. And then double up with City, um, you had a bit of a, a knack of just conceding goals. Um, City, I think it was maybe, I've heard it was the more direct nature of football, trying to get the ball to a Haaland that left you a little bit let out, out of positions. But um, I, I, yeah, double up there, I wouldn't fancy. So at the moment, I've got Cancelo, but I mean, we have, we, we've not, none of us have got any Liverpool cover in the defence, Trent or Robertson. Uh, that is someone I am also thinking about whether I'll go 
Robertson instead of Cancelo is 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 what got my eye. And they've got decent run of fixtures. Because he didn't go to the World Cup, Robertson. So that's that's something I'm thinking of. So yeah, things Man United and potentially looking at some Liverpool options. Um, that would all I'll add to, add to what you've got. Should we go? Mm. Maybe let's go to the front, Matt, because I think midfield we could spend the next hour on. So, so we'll, we'll go to the midfield and see. Like, look, we've all got Haaland. Uh, so we, that's one position taken uh, for. And basically, he's going to be he's going to be my captain. I don't think there's any other options. It's really who we're going to pair him with. Uh, are you looking for three playing forwards? Is, you're going for a, possibly a 3-4-3? Three, three? I, yeah, I do at the moment. Um, so I've got Haaland. I've got Mitrovic in as well. Um, obviously, he's done pretty very well sort of over the first um, sort of half of the season. Does have that double up in 19. So he yeah. plays Leicester and Chelsea. So um, and Palace and Southampton before played a bit in the World Cup. But um, yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously he's the main he's the main man there. So I think that's a that's a pretty uh, confident lot for me. And the other one I've got at the moment is Darwin Nunez uh, for, from Liverpool. Um, I had him in actually for the last game before the international break as sort of a, a little punt. Um, and he actually retreated. It worked, two, yeah. Two goals there. Um, obviously, went to the World Cup, didn't really do anything, went out in the group stages. Um, uh, so he's been back. There's, I think there's been a bit of an injury setback for, um, uh, for Luis Diaz. And I think, Jota's still not quite back, so he should be playing sort of every uh, every game really. And and he seems, you know, he's a bit of a wild card option um, up front in that Liverpool attack. But I think kind of for nine, for nine million with their runner fixtures and and sort of, I was actually looking when you look at the minutes played in the World Cup, Liverpool actually are quite low down on the sort of um, amount of representation in. Uh, in in their team so you know players like Thiago didn't go with Spain um you mentioned sort of the fullbacks um obviously Trent went but barely sort of got any minutes Robertson didn't go um uh so there's definitely some um I think I think they're probably they could be well positioned to sort of attack into the sort of second half of the season here Liverpool so I've gone with Nunez for now um so yeah three three sort of um Full playing forwards up front for me at the moment. Um, other players that have been on my radar was um, uh, Callum Wilson, I think, uh, with Newcastle, 7.4 million. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I had, I'd also looked at Kane briefly. I'd looked at sort of whether I can go for the Haaland and Kane double up. Um, I think I could, you know, you can, you can make sort of some, some moves there. I think, um, I think Kane for me, probably be a bit of a, watching brief um see how he responds to um coming back after the world cup but yeah any any other options for you that you're considering ryan in that yeah. forward positions yeah at the moment Matt, i've got the same three so uh yeah i don't i've just been lured into the darwin sort of bit whether is there hype i'm not sure he's a he's a real wild card isn't he the good thing about him is nine million and if he doesn't work out you can drop down like there are loads down you just mentioned Wilson you mentioned what well, potentially Tony and, and like, there's loads of players you can drop down to if you start at that sort of seven million it's hard to get to Darwin so that's what I'm thinking about Mitrovic uh he, he's, he's frustrating but um just to know he's on four yellow cards as is <laughs> Harry Kane as is Harry Kane and you know what will happen is Mitrovic will get a card and miss out of that double but still it's um it's an added bonus but yeah there are three um anyway I'll start I think Solanke, 
did okay, didn't he? Before we broke, uh, yeah. decent five point eight million, and not bad price at all there. Um, I think it's going to be difficult to look beyond these three at the moment until someone comes through. I mean, yeah, we 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 Wilson. How quickly will he get back up and running again? I mean, he was a great option, but uh, I think we've probably got other Newcastle players' thoughts in our minds. And yeah, do you want? I mean, if you've already got Trippier, uh, you've probably got a said midfielder in there at the moment. So triple up on Newcastle. I mean, they, they were they were fantastic before we broke up, but I wonder um, whether they can continue that. Who knows? But I think we've got to keep an eye on them. Um, so right. Let's go straight into midfield then. Uh, are you Salah or Salah less? Is that a thing? <laughs> At the moment, I still have Salah in there. Um, I, yeah. You know, it's he's it's a tricky one. I think for a lot of reasons, you know, sort of form reasons, you you, you might want to consider dropping him. Obviously, he's, you know, he's not gone to the World Cup. He's had sort of a, it's probably his longest break in a couple of years. Um, uh, you know he's his his form wasn't terrible. He scored he scored three in his last three, so he's sort of starting to get a little bit closer, maybe back to um to to the salary of old. Twelve point eight million he is he is now. Um, so yeah, for now he's he's definitely in my team, sort of doubling up with um with Nunez. I've I had a version of this where I had De Bruyne in there as well. I just think Salah is probably more explosive. So for now, I think. I think he will be sort of starting in my starting in my team. He's you know he's he's down to about thirty percent ownership now. He's almost becoming a little bit of a differential. Um, so yeah, Salah is is remained in for me. And my other my other midfielders at the moment, I've got Martinelli. Still, he's been in there sort of since the start of the season. Um, uh, I, you know, there's an argument you could make for for maybe dropping him, but I just think he's a lot of value if you got him at six, which I did. So six point four, I've I could sell him for, but he's worth six point. Eight now. Um, I think he's just a good budget enabler. Um, at the moment, I've got Mason Mount in there. Um, Whoa. For, the dub, for the double game week. Uh, I'm not really th- gone there. Well, you know, he's his fixed. You know, they've got Bournemouth at home, Forest yeah. away in seventeen, eighteen. Then they've got that double up. Then they got Palace in twenty. Um, I don't really like having him in there. He's seven point five million now. So he's dropped. He was started the season at eight million. Um, you know, he's not. He scored two goals and three assists this season. So he's not really, really in form. But um, so he's definitely a bit of a question mark for me. I'm, I'm not sure if he'll he'll stay in that team until the deadline. But he's there for now. Um, I have Rashford in there as well at the moment. Um, for all the sort of reasons you've mentioned about about sort of United's, um, uh, fixtures and and yeah, I also just have a bit of a sense maybe with um the looming presence of Cristiano Ronaldo um, gone from that dressing room, maybe um, we'll sort of start to see a slightly better United and, you know, Rashford, I think 6.7 million again is a good um, sort of value price um, there. So he's in there for me. Um, and Andreas Pereira is the, the, uh, my, my fifth man. So there's no, no room at the moment for, uh, for Almiron, um, the form player of the first half of the season. Um, no, yeah, no room for De Bruyne. He would be the other option for Salah, but, uh, I, you know, I think De Bruyne, you know, is is uh, had a bit of a tricky World Cup, I think. So I wonder if there might be a little bit of a hangover for him. Um, we'll we'll see. But um, yeah, that's kind of my that's my midfield line at the moment. Yeah, definitely not really that happy about about Mason Mount. I suspect he will he will go somewhere. Just not quite sure where because it's a slightly tricky price point seven point seven point five million. I can't get up to someone like a James Madison, um, and you know, have, you know, players like someone like Trossard. 
Brighton, who knows whether that's going to continue. But so the other, so the option maybe is to drop Mount down to Almiron and upgrade a defender um, potentially. But um, yeah, I don't know, Ryan. Where is your head at from your midfield uh, at the moment? Yeah, I've gone Salah. I just feel he could he could come out of the blocks. I think that break has been really helpful for him. Um, I'm not saying anyone's gone to the World Cups and not going to perform because obviously they've had regular competitive football. So I think they, they really could be quite good. Anyone come back for World Cup and have a decent World Cup, I think Rashford, it's it's I think they could be good options. I think they'll be on a bit of a high. Um so I don't think we should discount anyone doing that. But um to counteract what you were saying, I think anyone from France, Argentina, and potentially Croatia. And well, Morocco. Um, I don't think any of those will be returning for Boxing Day fixtures, um, with the exception I don't know about Hugo Lloris might might step in. But I think like Perisic, I don't think can play for Tottenham. I think that I think it's going to be too short a gap for them. And then obviously Romero is one won the um, World Cup. He's another Tottenham player, but I don't see him returning anytime soon. I think they had the parade yesterday in Buenos Aires, so I think it's going to take some time out. And obviously, Mac, Mac Alistair. Now, now, we all know about Mac Alistair now, don't we? Where, where we were jo- laughing and joking where he was putting penalties away for Brighton, but now he was the main star for Argentina in the final. So, what a player. Uh, so, yeah, just, just I think I think some of those players are going to find it difficult to come straight back in, but I think others that got to quarterfinals could, could be good options. Anyway, I've got at the moment Almiron in my team. I feel... He's worth at 5.8 million. I think he's worth the gamble. Newcastle, um, on from what you were saying from Liverpool, I don't think they hardly had anyone. Trippier was there, but I don't think they had anyone else there at the World Cup. Um, and at the moment, I've got Kulazeski in there. Um, uh, it's probably my Tottenham bias and who I follow on, on the Twitters or Instagrams. Like, he's been doing pretty well in whether this is mid pre-season I can't think what it'd be called but he's in there at the moment I don't know whether I will finish with him players to mention we've not touched Foden I don't know and got frustrated with him towards the end of sort of start that first half of the season uh, whether he will be a, a starter and of course Alvarez had a great World Cup will he start to push him for a place Saka why we're we not mentioning Saka had a brilliant World Cup um, I think he's a very, very, very good option. Um, and like, I suppose we've got Martinelli. That's that's the one uh, one, one piece for, behind that. Um, but yeah, let's let's see where we get to. And De Bruyne, I think, if you go De Bruyne over Salah, I think that's absolutely fine. You've got two double game weeks coming up. Um, so I think he's he's certainly a very, very good option. So at the moment, I've got Martinelli, Kuzeski, Salah, Andreas and Almiron. Um I'm thinking of putting Rashford in there, probably Kulazewski, which gives me a bit of cash to do something elsewhere. But yeah, that that's that's where I'm going. And so we're only about one difference in midfield, aren't we, Matt? And nothing up front. So yeah, there's a bit of a template occurring here, isn't there? So um, yeah, I, did, I thought we might have come back with with from the wild card with sort of slightly uh, different yeah. different squads. But you know, I think the uh, there's just a lot of there's a lot of good sort of value picks, and I think I think kind of it the team the sort of broad shape of the team largely picks itself i think obviously there's a little bit of variation around sort of some of the some of the players but i think kind of i think we'll see i think we'll see a lot of teams with three up top i think we'll see um you know sort of whether that's 
Mitrovic and Darwin or or you know sort of some of those other um enablers that that are sort of slightly slightly cheaper I think we'll see I think we'll see sort of three big defenders with that sort of James Cancelo Trippier maybe with someone from Liverpool um as well and I think we'll see a Salah or a De Bruyne in most people's teams and then sort of a lot of those value options around sort of six six million um six to seven million yeah. I think there's a lot of value there and and there's, you know, I think Kulisevsky is a good pick as well at, at eight and and alongside um, Saka as well. And, you know, I think Foden, maybe if once he comes back a little bit later on down the line for that double, for the double game weeks. But yeah, I think, I think kind of it's, it's starting to feel a bit real again and we're sort of starting to get our, get our ducks in order. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, it's just, it's the thing. It's, it's going to come thick, thick and fast. And as you said, Monday 26th, Boxing Day, and then we, Bit of a break before the 30th is when the first fixtures. I thought I said the actual um, apologies. I think I said that they were New Year's Eve, but yes, the 30th, we've got games on the Friday night, um, Saturday, and then obviously New Year's Day. And then the 19th, we go again. So, yeah, there's literally back to back football. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, welcome back, Premier League. They, uh, yeah, this uh, should, should be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, just as we've come back, I think we're going to head off on our own little mini winter break as well um, uh, for the for the podcast. So we will probably, uh, as you say, there's many, many game weeks coming up over the next few weeks, but we will um, come back probably around game week, uh, game week 20, I think, sort of after the FA Cup um, uh, fixtures there. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, lots to think about, about sort of getting your team together. Make sure you, you dust it off before um before the Boxing Day uh, deadline as well. Um, but yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much for listening. FPL is back and so are we for for a little bit. Um, but yeah, brilliant. Thanks uh, for listening uh, from myself and from Ryan and we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, good. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.